Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Now, yesterday on this program, we had Don McAvoy from the action group Both Lives Matter in the abortion debate. She painted a, a picture of how yesterday was a bad day for the unborn and how October 21st would be even worse. I want to speak to Gronya Taggart from Amnesty International now. Uh, Gronya, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Gronya, just remind us, for people who aren't aware of the news, what the development was yesterday at the court. Okay, so yesterday Belfast High Court has ruled to find that Northern Ireland's abortion law is in breach of the UK's human rights commitments. The case was taken by Sarah Yurt, supported by Amnesty International, and followed um, a UK Supreme Court um, judgment last year in which um, five of seven judges ruled that the abortion law here was a violation of rights, but they couldn't hand down a formal judgment because the case had been taken by the Human Rights Commission and not a victim. Sarah, obviously, unfortunately, as a victim of the law, was then able to take that forward with our support and that of our legal team in Phoenix Law. There's a divided community on this, of course, as you would have seen from outside the court yesterday. Some people celebrating, some people uh, protesting. There are many who argue that the legislation, how it's going in Northern Ireland now, gives the unborn zero rights. No, I mean, we have to sort of keep some perspective about, one, the legislative reform that will soon take effect and also what yesterday means. So yesterday only dealt with circumstances of fatal fetal abnormalities and Sarah's case is obviously well known where there was no prospects of her pregnancy being viable. So that was a very sad and horrific case and actually the judge recognised the harm that had been caused to Sarah in that and was quite clear in her judgement that no other woman should have to suffer a similar fate. Um, the legislative reform that is coming from Westminster isn't particularly radical. What it means is that abortion will be decriminalised. That does not mean that services would be deregulated. It simply means that women who need this health care will no longer be treated as criminals. And it also means that abortion will soon be lawful in cases where there's a risk to health and also where there's a serious or fatal fetal abnormality and in cases of sexual crime. And we know where the majority of the Northern Ireland public are on this. They have long favoured change. All of available evidence, whether it's opinion polls or the Northern Ireland Life and Time Survey supports that view. But you're right, undoubtedly this is an issue um, that people have very strongly held views and people are of course entitled to hold those views. But where we have to draw a line is where that dictates people's access to healthcare and quite clearly the change that is coming from the UK Parliament, they recognise that it was long overdue. How is it that you can describe what's coming to Northern Ireland on October 21st in such different terms to Dawn McAvoy. Uh, She described it yesterday as more radical than the 67 Abortion Act in England. 
I mean, that, that's simply not the case. And really, that's a question then for those who are you know, organised within the anti-choice movement to to explain why they think in the circumstances I've described that women shouldn't have access to this health care. Um, but if, what we have coming, as I said, it, it is not radical. It's about finally bringing our laws in compliance with human rights obligations and also in a way that we have a compassionate response to crisis pregnancy. You know, the fact of abortion being uh, illegal here and us having a near total ban, it hasn't stopped women seeking or needing these services. It has meant that last year alone, 1,053 travelled to England for this service. That doesn't include the numbers who went online and purchased abortion pills, which is illegal. And until we have decriminalisation on the 21st of October, it left them vulnerable to prosecution. So what we're leaving behind is a regime that caused a lot of harm and distress to many. And soon, as I say, we will have that compassionate response and it will mean that abortion is a private decision between each individual and their doctor, not police and judges. In the eyes of the law, does the unborn child have any human rights? The right to life has never extended prenatally because it should never obviously trump the rights of the woman who is carrying the pregnancy. Um, what the anti-choices are referring to when they say about the removal of rights, um, they are, well, one, it's simply not accurate, but also um, we, we will soon see a consultation from the Northern Ireland office and interim guidance ahead of the 21st of October that will set out and give clarity about the how the law, or sorry, how the law will be given effect and how services here will operate. So we shouldn't prematurely have the discussions about how this law will be given effect. Let's have that consultation and that discussion. But just on that human rights thing, so as of an understanding of the law regarding the unborn, if a person was to attack a pregnant woman and as a result the baby inside her womb died, you would be charged with that? Yes, absolutely. So that's still, I mean, there are still other offences there. So that's still protected in law. Any abortion where there hasn't been, for example, informed consent or circumstances you have described, um, that will still be subject to criminal law. The decriminalisation means that women who need an access to healthcare service and also the medical professionals who provide it, that they will no longer be treated like criminals. But why does that unborn baby have a human right when it's when it's attacked by a third party but it doesn't have a human right when it's aborted by its mother well it's the it's the offenses attached to the attack that's carried out on the woman because of course it's the woman who is pregnant and that's the way the law reads it that's the way the law reads it. And you, you do understand the great debate, the great argument and the angst that goes with all of this. Do you see October 21st coming and being vocally marked? Do you see October 21st coming and there being a tangible evidence of, of a change or will it take a, a long time before we really notice it in Northern Ireland? I mean, decriminalisation and uh, suspension of pending prosecutions will take effect immediately on the 22nd of October. So for the mother who's been prosecuted for buying abortion pills for her daughter, who is in an abusive relationship, her charges will fall away. With the services, that's where we will get the interim guidance and regulations have to be put in place by the Northern Ireland office by the 31st of March 2020. So the services will follow. In that interim period, we expect that the majority of people, regrettably, will have to continue to travel. And it's highly unlikely that the Assembly will be back up and running by then. Would you be surprised if, if a move was made simply to thwart your hopes here? 
Um, yes, I mean, we, we would be very concerned, you know, if, if the Assembly is to return before the 21st of October, we've been very clear that that must only be on the basis with abortion reform agreed on exactly the same terms that has been just secured at Westminster. These rights have been long and hard fought for, and it would be foolhardy of any political party to think that we would accept them being sacrificed for political expediency. Okay, Grania Taggart from Amnesty International. Thank you very much for your contribution this morning. As I say, Don McAvoy uh, had a similar length uh, discussion with us yesterday morning. Uh, Don from Both Lives Matter. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.